Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes, and this show is most enjoyable with the listening partners, so be sure to go find someone that can listen with you, whether it be by force, whether it be by, uh, you know, uh, co- coercion. You can bribe somebody. You can bring uh, bags of money. Money. Bags of money and be like, hey, you can listen to You don't have to give them the money. You just got to trick them into taking the money. Trick them into taking the money? You can trick them into thinking they're going to take the money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes. And then they, they potentially listen to the podcast or you uh, show them your gun. What? By any means necessary. Yes. Obviously, you can't kill them because you need them to listen to the podcast. That's the point. Yes. Like, I'm not saying don't throw somebody in the hole you've got in your basement and then just turn on the podcast. Like, that I works. didn't say don't do that. You probably shouldn't do that. You probably shouldn't do that. We don't condone kidnapping. But what you do in your private time has nothing to do with me. Yes, as long as we have listeners. As long as we have listeners. Like, look, you're the the type of fan you are is uh, more about you, less about us. We're just encouraging you to share share the, the, share the show. <laughs> share the, share show. the show. How you do that, that's not We don't business. need to know. Yeah. <laughs> don't blame us for it. Yes, don't blame us for that. <laughs> I love the Irish mythology so much that I decided to talk a tiny bit. I want to talk a tiny bit about it. Um, if you remember that we talked about how fairies were gods once upon a time, right? And they shrunk into fairies. So then, in those stories, the Irish stories, the people of the story became giants. And one of those stories is about Finn McCool. He's a giant from Ireland. There's a giant from Scotland across from him that wanted to fight him. So he made a bridge to over there, and that's a. There's a picture of what that was. I mean, it became because he destroys the bridge or they destroy the bridge. If they fought, they destroyed the bridge. In one story, they fought and he won. But in the second story, he dressed up. He saw um, he saw the other giant whose name is Ben and he got scared. So his wife helped him and dressed him up as a baby. And then Ben saw Finn and was like, if that's the baby of the giant then the giant must look so much bigger than me and so he got scared and when he ran away he destroyed the bridge so the baby couldn't follow him what finn didn't want to fight him why would he want to follow him finn dressed up as a baby because he didn't want to fight the giant the giant broke the bridge yeah in using it In using it i don't know how he destroyed the bridge he just destroyed it with his hands i don't know the giant crossed the bridge and then broke it Broke the, he broke it when he went back home. Mm-hmm. He crossed it to see Finn, or to look for Finn. And then he crossed it again. And then he destroyed it when so he crossed Finn it again. Finn couldn't follow. Yeah. Okay. And Finn didn't want to fight him anyway, because he was bigger. That other guy was bigger than him. Yeah. But, yes. And I don't know. I don't think that story is true. I think the other giant... He told me, like, he doesn't believe it either. Like, what makes no sense about the story is 
Why would he destroy the bridge the other giant made? If he's a scare, he's afraid of this giant. <laughs> you know, um, Finn made the bridge, right? And then Ben saw this baby and then runs away, destroying the bridge. But Finn could make the bridge again. So that's that's the giant's argument. He's Maybe like, he was just scared at the moment. No, he's telling me no. Ben is like, that's not true. Finn is a coward. He destroyed. It. He made it. He saw me, and then he destroyed it. But I don't know who to believe. I, I kind of do believe Ben, though, but I don't know. It's nice to imagine Finn dressed up as a baby. That's a weird solution to a problem. Like, it makes sense, I guess, if they look at him and they're like, wow, that's a big baby. I can only imagine what the adults look like. Yeah. But, like, how genius of a plan to assume that they wouldn't just believe, wow, he's dressed like a baby. <laughs> yes. Like, what if, like, what if he did know what he looked like? Like, that plan only works because he didn't. But if he asked around and was like, hey, how does this giant going to fight look like? And then he descri- they described that guy or they pointed to that guy. Like, how embarrassing is it for that, for Finn? Who's just dressed like a baby. <laughs> just dressed like a baby, yeah. Yeah, so it's that guy over there dressed like a giant baby. <laughs> is he more scarier to fight than, like, he's dressed like a baby. That's I mean, there's weird. an argument to be made that he's way crazier. <laughs> yeah, that might be a problem. I don't know. But it's... The story was made because that column that we saw in Ireland, it has the same weird thing that's going on is happening in Scotland right across. So that's why they thought, oh, maybe there was a bridge there or something that connected from both sides to both sides. Yeah. So that's pretty cute. And have other amazing stories like that. There's a place called Crater Lake in Oregon. And there's a myth of how it was created. There's like a little island in it now. They believe that a thousand years ago, there was a mountain there and the god of the underworld was standing on top of the mountain and he saw a beautiful woman and he was like, I want to take her home with me. And she refused him. So he exploded the mountain out of anger and it shot out and hurt all the people around it. So then the god of the upper world came to save the day and fought him and drove him back down into the mountain. And then he covered the mountain with water. And that's the crater. That's water with a little the tip of the mountain is reaching out. Got you. That's really weird. (laughs) Yes. All right. There's a place in Bolivia called Salar de Oyune. It's the world's largest salt flat where there's a photo of it. Super cool looking. And there's, I think there's a bunch of mountains surrounding it. One of them is called Tanupa. And one of the stories, actually, there's a few stories about why that is there. And it's, uh, it revolves around this mountain called Tanupa, this volcano named Tanupa. The first story goes that once upon a time, the volcanoes were walking around and they were able to talk to each other and stuff. And there was just one female volcano while the others were male and one day she got pregnant and all the none of the volcanoes knew who the father was because she was with all of them and they got super angry they fought each other and someone kidnapped her child then the gods punished them by not letting them move or talk anymore so that they're now in place as volcanoes and 
she cries all the time. She cried after she realized, I guess, her child was missing. And that created the soft flat that we see in the picture. It's a combination of her tears and breast milk. Okay. Yeah. And in the second story, it's almost the same. It's her tears and breast milk. It's always her tears and breast milk. But it's um she's having problems with another volcano because he's cheating on her with another volcano. And she was crying about it. Then there's the Devil's Tower in Wyoming. And it looks pretty cool. I wish there was some devil story. That does look badass as fuck. What the hell is that? There's a bunch of Native American stories about it. And it's all revolving around bears. Right. But what the hell is it? It's a mountain. That's a fucking mountain? Yeah. It's a cool ass Devil's mountain. Tower is just a mountain. Yeah. What the hell happened to the mountain? Bears clawed it. All the stores revolved around bears because of the those lines. They, they think it's like claw marks. Right. I wonder what like in reality happened. Oh, in reality. Uh, it is. That's crazy looking. It's really crazy looking. I, I get the devil's name too. Because maybe they think like the American version is like the devil did it or something. Yeah. Lame or whatever. But in the other stories, it's like kids run up the mountain and then they pray to the their god to save them and then the mountain rises up and then the claws are from the bears that were chasing them so it wasn't a mountain at start no no they were just standing somewhere and on a rock and shut up and then the rocks shut up that's crazy that's a crazy it looks so (laughs) unique i like what what the fucking nature could do that though you don't think it's a volcano related i feel like a lot of these are volcano related like it's the tip of a volcano i guess I don't know. But the line's going to... I mean, who knows? Volcanoes are weird. The things they make are weird. So, I don't know. Because the castaway that we saw was because of volcanoes, I think. Like, that had to do with um magma. The magic of magma. Then there's these things in Southwest Africa in a place called Nabibia called fairy circles. Fairy circles. Look at them. Fairy circles. It looked like drops of water. Not drops, but like if there was like moss on the water and you dropped a drop of water into a lake or something. Okay, so there's like moss on a lake and then you drop like a raindrop into the lake and then the opening that forms in the moss where the raindrop hits the water. Mm -hmm. That's what this looks like. Yeah. You want to know something super interesting? What? They don't really know. Why? Why it happens? Why it happens, yeah. Like, there's a bunch of reasonable things of why. Like, termites is a big theory. Some combination of termites and the plants. It's type of plants, but... Now, this is on the ground. It's not water, right? Yeah, it's on the ground. So, it's, it's a tough to... Ex- it's a toughie to explain. Yeah, the grasslands. That's what it's called. They're barren spots. Called fairy circles because they're very circular. They're really... They really are. Pretty nice. But there's also local myths about what caused those fairy circles that are not fairy related, actually. So if that's what you were thinking, um, one of them is the their footsteps of giants or spirits, and the other one that tour tour guides like to use is that they're they're formed by dragons that a dragon that's inside the earth that its breath is like poisonous and it's destroying the vegetation in that type of way why circularly why circularly i don't know those tourist guys don't know what they're talking about yeah like that's an unthought out story (laughs) because i guess dragons are cool so they wanted you know dragons 
What's cooler than fairies? I would argue that the other side of the planet is something like subspace in which it works in opposite and while on this end it looks like ground on that end it looks like water and then when water drops do hit that lake it creates this void that we see here these clearings Mm -hmm. which is to say that when we're out here in lakes covered in moss and junk and water from our side lands on their side it's land and it creates these sort of gaps of vegetation is that sci-fi i don't know what kind of explanation is that? I don't it's know. very strange. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's a great explanation. Your your explanation is better than these other. Because they just don't like take in a, into account what's happening. It's just like here's a thing. Yes, here's a thing. The termites, maybe. Termites, probably. Meh. Then the Ouroboros, which is a beautiful thing. You've probably seen this many times. Yes. Like it's still it's very it's beautiful. I I can't imagine someone that like, sees this every day and. I mean, I guess if you saw it every day, it's it, like, anything whatever. you see every day, you get over. Yeah, we are surrounded by ginormous buildings that we see every day, and it's like sweet, another big building. Yeah, but we're like, man, awesome to see like a huge mountain. Meanwhile, people living across from a mountain are like, whatever, dude. What? I wonder what the city looks like though. I know. We're ungrateful. <laughs> we all suck. Anybody who's over there seeing this shit every day is like, oh, this garbage is happening again. Blocking the stars. I wanted the stargaze today. And the stupid Aurora wants to be in the fucking way. Yes. Well, Aurora has so many, so many um, explanations, I guess, from all over the world. Because a lot of places see it. It's not just a one location specific thing, I think. Right? So, in Norse mythology, the lights are from the shields of the Valkyrie. If you remember the Valkyries, they're getting the soldiers to Valhalla. Yeah. So that's them. That's pretty cool. That's their spirit. That's their shield shining. But it could be their spirit. It could be the spirits that they're grabbing. Who knows? Because a lot of them involve spirits. Right. But like, this is just a floating Valkyrie that is not in spirit form and happens to be in the sky if it's not a spirit of a Valkyrie. Well, it's not... well, to them, it's caused by the light reflecting off the shield and armor, so I don't right, know. Right, which means there's a floating Valkyrie, or yeah. hundreds of thousands of floating Valkyries. Yes. And they're not even dead. No. They're just... They could fly. Yeah. It's a thing they could do. Why not? <laughs> they're... Why? Well, you think it would be their spirits? No, I'm saying that if they don't think it's their spirits... They're idiots. Because <laughs> how are they trying to comp? How are they explaining this? It's just like, yeah, we see Valkyries in battle all the time. Sometimes they die. It's like, why don't they just fly over their opponents? They don't see Valkyries. Valkyries are soldiers. No, Valkyries are taking the souls of the soldiers that are dying. Valkyrie is a female soldier. In yeah, Valhalla, but we don't see them. I don't think we see them. So they do float. Maybe. I don't know. Like, do they... Would they say they see Odin? I don't know. I don't know how the, you know, the, the stuff works <laughs> compared to their reality. Then, I wonder how the hell a Valkyrie is taking the soul then. Because they're not even... Based on the logic, they're not even here. Huh. But if they are here... They'd be floating. Yeah. They yeah. had to travel here, and then they're just, you know, f- they float. <laughs> yes. I guess they float. So Norse <laughs> mythology, Valkyries are like a god. Lesser... Because they're working for a god. Okay. Like, I don't know. Even gods work for Odin. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know where the Valkyries fit in the gods. 
in Norse mythology. They're in the low tier, though. They're probably C tier. Yeah, they're like soldiers for gods. Yeah. And then China has the oldest records of the Aurora Borealis. One of their stories is on autumn of 2000 BC, there was a young woman who was sitting alone in the wilderness, and then she saw the lights, and it was so beautiful that she got pregnant. <laughs> and she gave birth to a to a boy. Jesus. Okay. No. <laughs> so let's let's go back a couple of notches. Lady sitting outside, the sky yes. turns beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yes. She got pregnant. Yes. And Japanese Jesus is born. China. Chinese Jesus is born. Yes. So that's that's the order we're going with yes. here. She sits outside. Yes. It's so beautiful. Whoops, I guess it got me pregnant. Well, this Chinese Jesus does more than Jesus though. I like random street <laughs> performers do more than Jesus did. Yes. Well, this guy, he grows up to be the emperor and he's known for starting the Chinese culture and the ancestor of all of China. All Chinese people come from him. He's the beginning of China. So he's like, wait, what the fuck? How the fuck was this lady there then? She was before the Chinese culture, okay? She was there, but she was like so the native before Chinese Random lady walks into totally <laughs> yeah. abandoned, empty lands. There's nobody been here before, ever. She was the first born. She traveled who knows how far to reach an area there. where she can look up and see something that the nearest person can't see because they're that far. It's in the sky and the nearest person can't see it. They must be hundreds of thousands of miles away. She just crazy walking journey she was like bear grills in this shit on her maybe way. god told her to do this journey and then she got to this abandoned land and then one day she's just looking up and she's like hey that's a cool little oh my god it keeps getting brighter wow it's so big it's so big it's inside me <laughs> yes i'm pregnant now yeah that thing that must have been god now i start china yes well she doesn't her son does her jesus but she started China. She started... But Technically, she started China. She had the first life on that soil. No, because Mary isn't the starter of Christianity. It's Jesus. Well, to be fair, Mary is the starter of Jesus. Exactly, but it's two separate things. No, 100% not. Because Mary's creation of... G with Jesus came Christianity. See, Jesus didn't start Christianity. Jesus was just a preacher. Yes. Mary gave birth to the word of God. Yeah. As did Asian Mary. <laughs> yeah. Who started Chinese Jesus. Mm hmm And thus, the Chinese culture. Yes. So, she began the Chinese culture. Okay. So, you're saying Mary started it all, too? Yeah. Okay. Mary okay. is the reason that Jesus and Christianity touches children. That's why. Yeah. No. Because of Mary, priests touch children. That's the connection I'm making here. What? Uh-huh, uh-huh. If we didn't have Mary, this wouldn't be a problem. Do you think Mary was touched by the Aurora Borealis? I don't know. Maybe it's just that this Asian Mary is calling God the Aurora. What does God look like? He's anomalous. He's a bright light, but she would have been blinded by his light. <laughs> she was apparently very blinded. Hmm. It was so beautiful, she thought it was inside her. She wasn't really capable of telling distance anymore. She was pretty blind. The story tells us a lot. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we got 
a lot from Australian natives. They have the light that shows up in Australia. They commonly see it as fire because it's red. Because it's red like fire. Look at that. Look at it. It's red. It's burning. And yeah, so it's thought of as fire. And the people from the Western Victoria call them ashes, while people in the Eastern Victoria see them as bushfires of the spirit world. It's a lot of spirit world stuff. South Australia sees them as evil spirits creating a large fire. And South Australians that see over the Kangaroo Island see it as a campfire of the spirits in the land of the dead. A campfire in the land of the dead. Yes, because they need to get warm too. In southwest Queensland, the Aurora Borealis was fires of the spirits who who spoke to people and only males as males? Only male elders were allowed to look at and speak to these spirits. And what were these spirits? The Ouroboros. Their their ancestors, their ancestors were the spirits. Mm, so they can speak across time, basically. Yeah, yeah. It was the... a bridge to the past. Yeah. Now, these are the spirits of the ancestors, or is it like they think this is, like, by spirit, they mean they can communicate through time to their ancestors in the past? I think it's through spirits. I don't think they're thinking of time travel. Okay, so it's not like in the past, their ancestors <laughs> are looking at the same thing, speaking to the future. I don't think so. That'd be cool, but... Then that kind of truth, that would have been an example of time travel in some religious way or, you know, some myth or something. That'd be amazing. That'd be interesting. There's a bunch of that, though. Anybody who could tell the future, anybody making predictions? It never just happened in a vision. So, like, I guess some of them did. But there wasn't, like... There were other situations in which there was, like, a thing they were talking to or somewhere they were seeing it. And this is some sort of bridge through time. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about it logically, I guess. But they weren't saying it like that? No, they were saying, like, you know, I'm talking to a flaming bush that's telling me the secrets or whatever. But it's like, maybe this is a catalyst and it's connected to something. Yes. And if you believe in aliens, it's aliens. Pretty much, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's aliens communicating. So ridiculous. And, um, and the first um, Old Norse account, one of the first, um, written one of the first things written about it or one of the oldest things written about it in AD 1230 the author heard about the phenomenon from people returning to Greenland he gave three explanations to what was making the lights they were the ocean was surrounded by a vast fire the fires that's one one is the ocean is surrounded by a vast fire two is the sun flares could reach around the world to the night side and three is glaciers could store energy so that they'll eventually become fluorescent that would be an awesome world to live in (laughs) yes if glaciers just glow they just glow they just glow an ocean being surrounded by fire that's crazy that's flat earth that's well it's ice to them what if we found out it was fire what I guess. Like, far enough it would have to be, right? If it's infinitely flat, that just shit happens. Eventually you will find fire. Yeah, eventually it's encircled by fire. Yeah. What about his second theory? The sun flares are reaching around the world at night? Literally happens, but when there's a solar flare and our magnetism causes that, it actually happens. what do they look like? 
Usually the uh, they light up the aurora borealis. That's kind of what's happening. That's oh, okay. pretty accurate. Oh, I'll look at him that. Yeah. What? Well, I like his other explanations better. Yeah, solar flares hitting the magnetic field of the Earth causes that. Not a solar flare, but a solar wind, which is essentially a solar flare, basically. It's just a, a radiation flying towards us. And uh, our magnetic field protects us from getting baked by all the radiation coming down, and it curbs around the magnetic field causing... He was, like, touching the answer. He wasn't there, but he's, like... He, he was, he was like, close. close. He was close. That was, like, pretty on the spot for somebody who had no, the fucking, no fucking clue what he was talking about. Yeah. Hmm. Like, he's like that guy from, um... From the good place that he just kind of, like, guessed what heaven was like. Oh. And, like, got it real fucking accurate, and then he became a hero to everybody. Yeah. Except it turned out that he was totally wrong. Yeah. Gotta forget about That's so sad. And that show's so good. Why is it over? Although, I love the solution. I do like the ending of that Yeah, show. they really explored it beyond the most philosophical points. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then, the Native American myth is that the lights are spirits. Of their friends dancing in the sky. Because they're being trolled by their friends? I guess. Like, we just party. When they're very happy, the lights look brighter. Oh. So, um, you know how your friends are doing. If it's dim, then they must be not so happy. Hell must be happening. It's wartime. Yeah. That's interesting. Do they believe that the... Man, there's... My problem with spirits are, right? If spirits are watching you at all times, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, you gotta fuck your wife. Your grandma's spirit is just watching you. Now it's uncomfortable. I don't care about that. I do care about, like, if I'm pooping, that's kind of disturbing. Do you care about being watched pooping more than being watched fucking? Yeah. Yes, I do. That's weird. Why is that weird? Because, like, they've done it. They know what it is. That's they, not... They've also pooped and they know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Mine's could be special. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of situations where I wouldn't want someone to be watching me, I guess. But sex is not one of them. Sex is one of them, but I feel like pooping is, is higher on my list. <laughs> well, sex is a close second, I'm guessing. Maybe. Is your grandma watching you bang? You don't give a fuck? I'm sure she is. It's like, would she rather watch me bang or She take a probably poop? cleaned your ass after you took a poop at some point. So she should be more okay with watching me. Yeah, she's way more familiar with that than watching you get banged. Would you rather watch someone have sex or take a poop? Interesting. I like how you flipped it. I see what you're saying now, but I guess what you're thinking about is the wrong way, though. I like how you flipped it because if you're the ghost, what's your preference? Yes. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you as the person. Uh Uh-huh. Why would you care what the ghost's preference is if they're watching both. They're watching both. Yeah, why do you uh, care which one uh, well, they prefer? I don't know. They, they might be watching one over the other. But how then, do we know? what? The- okay. <laughs> now let's think about how much worse this is. Okay. Your grandma is like, hell yeah, I'm gonna watch her have sex instead. I don't think she would be watching me have sex. I feel like she'd be watching something. She's watching everybody all the time, but she gets to choose one of two moments. She only gets to choose one of two moments. She has to throw one moment away. And she's like, I can either watch her poop and respect her <laughs> sex privacy or fuck watching her poop and I can watch her get fucked. 
Why That's would she gra- be watching me though? She'd be watching a stranger. No, she'd be sex. watching everybody have sex. <laughs> no, but ghosts can't do that. Ghosts are like God, ghosts. and in this case, your grandma hovers <laughs> no, over your life. She hovers over a stranger. She has no option. She only watches family. She only watches family. No, that's why you see your family dancing in the aurora because they're ghosts watching over you. Or well, your friends, people you know, are watching over you. No, they're not. That is exactly how the stories be. go. <laughs> That's horrible. How is that any better than... I mean, how is that any worse than strangers? I don't know. Complete, total strangers who were probably going to grab your hand in a train one day Mm. without your permission. Now, (laughs) they can just like, I get to watch your fuck anyways. Whatever, I won the lottery. I don't know. I just think about myself, though. I would rather not watch someone poop. But you rather watch somebody have sex in that exchange. If there's the only two solutions. There's only two. And it's like, okay, one is going to be like watching porn, which is whatever. And then one is watching poop. And that is disgusting. Yeah, but you're thinking about you being the ghost. Yes. Why do you care what the ghost is doing if you're who's being watched? What is the ghost doing? What? Why do you think? Why do you <laughs> care what the ghost prefers? I don't know. If you're the one being watched. Yes. How does that affect your <laughs> life, what they prefer? It doesn't matter what they prefer. Yeah. They're watching. You don't even know what they're watching. You just know they're watching one or the other. You're not uncomfortable with the fact that they're probably just like, I'm going to watch her. Fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, she's my granddaughter, but fuck it. I'm going to watch her. It's get, all disturbing. Get that D. <laughs> it's all disturbing. Or if it's a complete stranger, yeah, she didn't let me touch her hand when I was in the train. But you know what? She doesn't know I got hit by a bus immediately after that. Now I'm going to just watch her forever. No, no one's watching. That same creep who was going to go home and beat off to touching your hand without your permission anyways is now infinitely for all of eternity beating off to you fucking people for free. Not even only fans charges or anything. Just Maybe I get something special when I die if I had a bunch of ghost viewers. We don't know that. That'd be crazy, right? Yeah, like I'm winning ghost points right now. I don't know, man. Or you get to ghost location and get raped immediately by all of the people that were watching you because now you're a superstar. But if you're a ghost, like, can you even rape? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Because I thought the whole point of watching other people that are alive is because you can't do anything. Who said... Based what on is the what? point? <laughs> Why are you wasting your time watching people then? I don't know. You do whatever you want. They probably do whatever they want and watch people. They can what? watch you without being seen. Why would they not do that? Because they can do other things. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to watch you get fucked and then they're going to go fuck with you in their mind. Why don't they just watch porn? Because they can. Wa- they are watching porn. That's exactly what they're doing. Except you're the channel. I don't know. I feel like their lives have to be a little different. Why? Why would it be just like this? Why wouldn't it? It's so lame. <laughs> it's so lame. If it isn't like this, you're basically saying you believe in God and there's a laid out plan and map that we're following. Or we just move forward to another plane that we adjust to and live there until we move from that one. We can't be stalking the past, though. <laughs> we just... literally own photos. We gotta burn those photos. <laughs> we have video recordings. We do nothing but stock the past. That's 99%. Disturbing. Yeah, it's 99% wrong. of everything <laughs> is us fixated on what's already happened. That's horrible. It's the worst thing ever. You gotta stop that. Good luck. Call Greta Thornburg. Maybe she'll help you. <laughs> okay. Well, 
That's so disturbing. Isn't Greta Thornburg a teenager or some shit now? She's over here, like, her rebellion stage, probably, like, smacking cigarettes back, just throwing them into the woods, fucking not giving a fuck. (laughs) She's like, fuck the environment. These old people think they can hold us down. I don't even care anymore. Just no, mad she's rebellious. with the uh, whole robots and like we got to destroy all humans. Nah, man. I think she's probably just going through her rebellious teenage phase. She's probably like a goth right now. <laughs> Smoking hella cigarettes and just throwing them into the driest part of the woods. She's like, watch it burn. She's just got to go visit California. She wants to recreate California oh. elsewhere. Mm. She's like, let's see if we can do this in Florida. <laughs> I guess that's fine. I don't know. F- she's not even like American. Which the fuck is she from? Some other place. Some other Scotland. She's like I don't German, know. I, think. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe. Um. Anyway, the next place is in a- Italy. I don't know if you know about this place. It's an island. It's the volcano. It's the volcano that other volcanoes are named after. It is the original volcano. It's called volcano volcano. It's called Volcano. It is called Volcano. So it's Volcano. It's Volcano. <laughs> volcano. Yeah, it's Volcano. Volcano. It is the Volcano. Look at it. It's huge. It's an island, but it's a volcano. And this Volcano. Volcano. <laughs> the Volcano from Volcano. In Roman mythology, the volcano on the island is the chimney from Falcon, the Roman god of fire and metalwork. His He has a workshop there, and that's the chimney of it. In the center of the earth? Yeah, I guess. That's cool. Or right under the volcano is the workshop. Interesting, interesting. So there's a workshop at the center of everything? Because isn't that how Thor's hammer was made? In the center? Of a star? Oh, I don't know. Yes. That's not just in the galaxy movies. I don't know. That was based on mythology, um, Norse mythology, too? Yes. Okay. And the island grows bigger because the cinders and the ashes that um he cleans out of his workshop go onto the island. Although it's really the the magma. It's really just the magma of the volcano. And earthquakes that come before or within the explosions of ash is due to Vulcan doing his work. He's making weapons for their um, god Mars. It's for his armies to wage war and stuff. So he's making their weapons. And that's explaining the volcano and it exploding and all that stuff. Okay, so when it erupts and has a big explosion, is that there's a lot of work going on. Yeah, it's a lot of, well, him working on the weapons going on. So that's cute. Yeah, look at that volcano. It's a huge volcano. Pretty cool volcano. Okay, I don't care for this place. Okay, and then there's this really interesting looking place in Turkey. They're called the Fairy Chimneys. They're like little... If you could see, it looks like little homes inside the cave or something, like little doors or windows or something happening. And the chimneys, the stories are that the chimneys were built from fairies who live underground, because fairies do that sometimes. They live underground. They live in random locations. Wait, where is this? In Turkey. They're called fairy chimneys in Turkey, and they're like mountains with a bunch of holes in them. Like If, if I zoom in, I guess you'll see a closer looks like right so is this what um the characters in legend of zelda wind waker are based on the bird people the bird people yeah they were originally some of the people who lived in cook not kokiri village one of the villages and they the the town below got flooded because the whole world got flooded oh and the people evolved to be these bird things and they live on in 
like chimney mountain, yeah. looking. They oh, on, they live on the mountain. Going in and out of the mountain. Oh, crap. Oh, maybe. They probably take things from all over, so. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they have fairies, but I don't know. Those birds aren't seen as as fairies in that world, though, right? Uh, no. Just that little thing is a fairy. They haven't seen more than one type of fairy. I mean, I guess humans probably consider a lot of these creatures to be equal to fairies, even if they don't use that exact same word. They're all, like, mythical things, and to people, they're still like, wow. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. In, that, in the world, you mean those people are... Yes. Yes. Okay. Like, if you look at the... They used to call the Kokiri village people, the children, fairy kids. The fairy kids? Yeah. That's adorable. Like, that was literally the term they used on them. Okay. They used to say Link was a fairy boy. Well, they were fairies. Wait, did they grow up? They didn't grow up, right? No, Link was the only one because he wasn't a fairy. No, but the kids... No. They stayed the same size. Yes. But they probably did age. No. Not age, age, but like time did pass by in that village or no like time was frozen there what do you mean like they were still young in their 40s they're still kids in their 40s or whatever i mean if you choose to count time i guess <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like they're they, in a way that sounds very fairy like if well, i, I mean, don't get what you're referencing time that part doesn't make any sense so because if it was no time then they're just ch- children like they're not aging or nothing because there's no they time aren't aging they're not little Old people. Yeah. They're always kids. They're always kids. Yes. They don't stop being children. Uh, like their minds don't change. I don't think so, time, no. You know? No. Oh, okay. I think they are literally just kids. They depend on the great Doku tree to be like the father figure. Oh, okay. They don't ever want to not be kids. They don't, they don't know to... anything else. Oh, they don't know anything. Yeah, I guess. That's and Jan, they can't leave. They can't leave. What? All right. Then in Yemen... There is a place that has these trees called dragon blood trees, and they look really cool and strange. And one of the stories is that the first dragon blood tree was created from the blood of a wounded dragon after battling an elephant. And then the tree's blood is the dragon's blood, which the locals use as medicine. And then the second story from the dragon tree it has to do with Hercules. And he, in the, the Greek mythology, Hercules has a bunch of tasks that he has to do, the 12 labors of Hercules. Right. And in the 11th task, he has to steal the golden apples that the dragon is protecting on that island, in that um, location. And Hercules has to kill the dragon, and then that's the dragon's blood that's flowing in the island and that's what made the dragon trees because i guess the dragon's tree does have something that looks like blood oozing out of it but it's just um the sap the sap yeah, of the yeah, tree, tree sap, tree sap. Yeah, yeah yeah unique so it looks like oh there's uh, pre- red tree sap is pretty common red tree sap what oh well to them it looks well the trees look really unique too yeah it's all twisted and weird looking and so they think it's like part of the dragon or whatever. So yeah, and then there's the sleeping Ute in Colorado. It's a man. Look at it. He's sleeping. See the man sleeping? Oh yeah, I see him. See him? Okay. In the story, he's a great warrior god who was battling evil, and he got injured, and now he's recovering by sleeping. So he just sleeps there until he gets better. What's the origin of this? 
the origin. Like, who told the story? Native Americans told the story. Which group? I'm not sure. Pretty sure Native Americans. Okay. And his wounds became rivers, and the rains come out of his pocket from some reason. His pockets have clouds in them. It's the lint collected. <laughs> yes. Well, in each season, the warrior changes his blankets for the four seasons. So I guess like the clouds above him look different in every season. So they, they're describing it as the blanket that he's using. So like in spring, he's using a light green blanket. So I guess the sky has a really green look to it. While in fall, it's reddish yellow. So he's wearing, he's using a red blanket or whatever. Clouds are changing color every time he changes his blanket. And it represents the different seasons. In Iceland, there's this giant, like, hole, this dense-looking hole in the ground. You see it's a huge dent, and it's called the Shelter of the Gods. And it's it's explained that it was created by one of Odin's horse. It's an eight-legged horse. Only one of its foot, though, for some reason, touched the Earth's ground, the Earth. And that's the, the mark of it. Now gods hang out in there, I guess. But the gods are so big, the horse's footprint <laughs> is that size. Yes. So gods are squeezing in there. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. And this horse's backstory is amazing. He is, besides that he's like an egg-legged creature with runes on for his teeth. It's kind of bizarre looking. But he is the baby of Loki. And it's a weird As story. As is every other child ever. There was a builder who went to the gods who was like, I want to help you guys. I want to build you a defensive wall for your castle. And they agreed, but they didn't really believe he could do it. So they were like, okay, you can do it, but you have to do it alone. And then he said, all right, but could I at least have my horse help me? And for some reason, they agreed with that until they saw that he's, his horse was actually very helpful. So then Loki was like, all right, I got to stop this from happening. So he turned into a female horse and to distract the male horse. And then soon after that, he gave birth to this eight-legged freak. Loki did. Yes. Fire. Loki turned into a woman, got pregnant, then gave birth to a freak. Yes. Oh, a female horse. Not Like, what? Like, that's your distraction? I know he's, like, the pranking god or whatever, but that prank doesn't sound like a prank. Sounds like... It sounds like he wanted to fuck a horse. Yes. And have... Raise a family with it. I don't know about that, but I feel like he wanted... He was curious about that horse. Yeah, he started a he family with a horse. horse. He went ahead, became a horse, and then he had sex with the horse, and then he started a family with the horse. It's that time Loki settled down. I don't think he settled down. I just think he was curious about that horse. Right. And then he got pregnant, but he could have <laughs> yes. stopped that pregnancy. He's I guess Loki. He He's a god. But no, mm. he kept playing wife. Yes. <laughs> he yes. saw this all the way through. Yes. Then he had an egg-legged freak, and yeah. then it somehow became Odin's horse. Yep. <laughs> it's a weird family tree happening right here. Yeah. I wonder what is my the grand. I ride my grandson around her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That what? How did that happen? More that's so, mythology that's for you. Horrible. But what is the explanation of his other children now? Now I'm like, is, was he curious about other things? Like, had the world <laughs> snake happen? Yes. Like, what was he curious Maybe about? Maybe he just became a woman snake and he banged <laughs> another snake and then boom. Like, how often? Yes. Did he give 
Like and his just... jackal children, maybe he just became some sort of jackal woman, got <laughs> plowed by some jackal, boom, god jackal things. Yes. He just likes to get fucked. Yes. What we've landed on is Loki likes sex, but not even like being the dom. He's like way sub. Yes. He, he doesn't want to be a dude getting... He's got hella little he, spoon he energy. A woman... And he gives birth. Yeah, yeah. He wants the whole he wants experience. The experience. Exactly. He is committed, bro. He's here for the ride. What? It ain't about no destination. Ugh. He's here for the whole ride. I wonder if he has any, like, human children and what the explanation of that is. Mad boring. After you fuck the snake the size of Earth. Like, humans, that feels like a step back. I thought the snake the size of Earth is his child. Yeah, but, like, what the fuck did he fuck to get that thing? I, I want to know. It has to be way bigger. Fair enough. Either way <laughs> bigger or he fucked just a normal snake. And so, but because oh he's God. a god, Oh, he gave birth to this thing. Yes. <laughs> well, there, that's something we both learned so much from the story. It's a, it's a great story. Loki's awesome. Mm-hmm. And besides locations that are explained through myths and stuff, there's also natural disasters that myths are used to explain as well. Like tsunamis from a sea god. The Moken people that live in some islands near Thailand, they believe in a sea spirit god who sends monstrous waves to pretty much clean out the humans and to eat them. And one time... They collected a bunch of fallen coconuts from and went to the sea to beg the wave to not destroy their boats or their island or whatever. To not destroy their boats. And um, the wave, I guess, listened to them and they were saved. That's the story that they tell to themselves. Like, that's the myth. But in 2004, they remembered that story and it actually saved their lives. Because they remember the story of how they survived the first time, but not by getting the coconuts, but because they remember the whole wave going back and then coming, but it didn't, like, destroy them. But in this time, it was there to destroy them. They went somewhere up higher, and they all survived. Except for one person, I think, died. But around them, a bunch of people died from this. Just them, specifically, this group of people, were able to make it out alive, thanks to a myth. So that's pretty awesome. That is kind of badass. It sort of uh, went full circle. It began as an explanation, and that explanation turned out to be the saving grace of a couple of people. Yeah. Because it was based on truth. Yes. Which then goes to say how many of these myths are based on truth. Like, one dude almost got magnetism and solar winds. Yeah. Like, he got pretty close. So how many of these things, although wrapped around the crazy veil of whatever the beliefs were at that time are like actually accurate like Hmm. if you sift through them enough and you pick the right things truth is just there i don't know that's interesting uh i like that this actually worked for someone yeah it actually worked The, the, the story was built on a fact about tsunamis yeah in japan they have this creature called the namazu the namazu which is a giant catfish who causes earthquakes with his tail. Originally, he was there just to warn people before a flood or rain so that they know, like, oh, no, something bad's going to happen. But he wasn't, like, a bad creature or anything. Then the tail changed through time, and then he became something called the yokai, 
which is a creature that's that's a creature that just destroys things. Like Not necessarily. Bat. The yokai, as told to us by the host of Obscure Anomalies, uh, when he was uh, guesting on the show, was that it was, his name is Chris Rustic, and he was telling us about the yokai and how the yokai are creatures created to tell stories that couldn't be explained in any other way. Okay. Well, they decided that now he's the one destroying everything with his tail. He's making the earthquakes and the tsunamis with his tail. Fascinating. Which originally, he was a good guy, but whatever. And then later, he, I guess, sort of became the good guy again. But now he's punishing people for human, for greed. So Santa Claus. Yes, because his destruction was pretty much destroying the property of the rich people. Because tsunamis and earthquakes are destroying wealthy people's properties, and then they're seeing it as a good thing. Fair enough, because the argument here is, if you don't own anything, you don't have anything to lose, and the people who do own anything are the ones who are getting fucked when natural disasters happen. Which then comes to put the argument forward that only the greedy people suffer in tragedies. Because the homeless people were already homeless? Yeah. And already owned nothing. And nomads and people who just live roaming freely don't own anything to lose. An earthquake hits, your building collapses. Even if there were people renting those apartments, they can go rent somewhere that didn't collapse. The owner of the building is fucked, though. Yes, he is. House owners are fucked. Yeah. House renters can just go rent somewhere else. Yeah. Owners of stuff get screwed in an earthquake. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Same thing happens in uh, uh, hurricanes. People who own shit lose shit. People who don't own shit don't lose shit. Yeah. Natural disasters attack only the wealthy. Yes. Except for the deaths. That's pretty much everyone. But the property, though. Yeah, property-wise. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why. there's nothing else that could be attacked. Yeah. Anyways, we are running out of time. Wow. Okay. What? Yeah, but pretty fascinating. I like that some of these people are pretty spot on on what their lessons are, even if, you know, some of it is crazy. Some of it? (laughs) But it's like, a lot of it is crazy in grounded ways. Like, they thought about it enough to make it make sense, and then told the story with it. Yeah. And then that that story turned out true. The best one, though, was the Chinese Jesus. Yeah. Like, how could you Lady came out of fucking nowhere and started Chinese-ism. Started, yeah. Those lights were magical. Chineseism. Was, was, are, Chi- are the Chinese the first Asians? Is every other Asian <laughs> culture like branching out of Chinese? Maybe. Because a lot I know they're of the old. Co- like lo- they have the oldest. Then the answer is uh, yes. If they are the oldest, then yes. Like not that they're, they're the oldest, but they have the oldest records, I would say, from others. Okay. Because they were writing before anyone else. The Chinese invented record keeping. Well, uh, in the Chinese, in the Asian culture, they were the ones that were writing. Oh, okay. And that's why everyone else got writing from their writing. Because my inter- my understanding was that uh, the Jews were the ones who invented record keeping. Well, then maybe they were, I don't know, one passed it to the other. Who knows? Yeah. But anyways, if you guys like uh, stuff like this. Hey, what about the Egyptians? Are they not older? They were writing 
Although we can't understand their writing, so do they count? That doesn't count anymore. I mean record-keeping as we know it now, where names are written down oh, okay. and uh, family trees are kept in track and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the modern-day record-keeping that we still do now with just better things. Hmm. But it was more or less the same thing. That was, I believe, I could be mistaken, and uh, this could be misinformation, but I don't the fuck who thinks I'm telling the truth anyways when I'm talking. Yeah. Um, it could totally be the Jews. Okay. Well, In fact, whether or not it's the Jews, it's the Jews. Well, I'm saying it's the Chinese. Yeah, fair enough. Anyways, if you guys like <laughs> things of this nature, there are actually many episodes on random crap like this. Uh, the closest thing I could think of to like disasters like this would actually be the uh, mass hysteria episode. Oh, yeah. Because it's talking about large-scale things that happened, which kind of falls in line with these large things, except that's way leaning more towards, you know, trying to dissect the psychology of crazy people. Yeah. But we also, I think, go a little into the weird explanations they came up with Yeah. before actually figuring it out. Interesting, so. interesting. It's pretty Anyways, similar. you guys can yeah. find that stuff on the official website, greatthoughts.info, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcast. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok on Just Convo Pod. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show if you feel so inclined. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes, word of mouth is the most important thing in the world. I tell you this at the beginning always, and I tell you this at the end, that you have to approach somebody with the kindest heart and ask them, look, I would love if you listen to the show. And if you don't, it's totally cool. There's, there's no pressure, but I, I hope you can listen to the show. I think you'll enjoy it a lot. And when you're genuine like that, people will just be like, man, this guy's a good guy. And they'll just listen. Of course. They'll give it a shot. Mm -hmm. So just know, you share your kindness, they will listen. Of course. Love is the way. Love is the way. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. This has been the Just Conversation podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Of taking a poop in the litter box. Does he say scooping all the poop? He's scooping all the poop. He didn't say scooping all the no, poop. No, that's not a thing. No, okay. I think he's just scooping the poop. His poop. Just once. His poop. Yeah, he took a poop and now he's scooping it. He's a good citizen. And that's it. Huh? I don't know. He exists in a universe where he took a poop and he just picked the poop up. <laughs> there has to be more to that song. Maybe he grabbed the poop with his bare hand. Yes. I don't know. Just no, a bare grip. That? Just a bare grip on a poop log. No, if he's scooping it, then he has a something Oh, he has some scoop. sort of poop scooper, yeah. Yeah. He's oh, got shit. a scooper to scoop the poop. Yeah, he has a scooper to scoop then the poop. Then that would make it seem like he's done this before. He had a scooper <laughs> to scoop the poop with. Like, unless that scoop is used for something else. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's dive deep into this. Are we going to break down the lyrics? The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.